Welcome to Digital Marketing Made Simple. If you're a small business owner or entrepreneur seeking advice on creating a profitable online business, look no further than your host, Jenny Lyon, founder of Jenny Lyon Digital Marketing and Virtual Assistant Services, award-winning writer and 20-year digital marketing expert. For many people, creating a profitable online business is the dream, yet they struggle and they don't have to. Each week, we'll share some of our best digital marketing tips, practices, and strategies to get you optimal results. We'll also chat with experts and share our favorite small business success stories. Together, we're going to strengthen every area of your online business from content creation, social media, and email marketing to online courses, webinars, product launches, and more. I hope you find this podcast both empowering and inspirational. Now, let's get started moving your business to the next level. It's really difficult to believe that many people didn't know what a podcast was until only a few years ago. And while podcasts have been around for more than 20 years, it really wasn't until the last decade that they really exploded in popularity. And today, they've really mostly replaced radio as a primary form of audio entertainment and information. And the best thing about podcasts is that anyone can start one. So with incredibly low overhead, podcasts really are the ideal form of digital marketing for small business owners, you know, especially when you're really looking to make the most of your marketing dollars. And that said, podcasting isn't easy. If you want to deliver a quality product, you really can't just sit down with, you know, any old pair of headphones and hit record. It really does take time for, you know, to plan a quality podcast. But once you have everything set up, then it really can be a fantastic investment for your business. So let's jump in. Hello and welcome to another episode of Digital Marketing Made Simple. I'm your host, Jenny Lyon, and today I wanted to talk about the seven steps that you need to go through to launch that very first podcast. So the first step is really before anything else, you really need to ask yourself a question. So why do I want to do a podcast? Well, here are my personal thoughts and the thought process that I went through when I decided to create Digital Marketing Made Simple. I have been publishing a weekly blog since April of 2014. So that's over 300 blogs all about digital marketing. And it really is one of the best resources that I have to reach out to clients. But I really wanted more. And I knew that I could reach more people with a podcast than I could with a blog alone. And I added a YouTube channel too. But not only have podcasts become the new radio, they're really gaining popularity. And I really wanted to be a part of it. So I began to pull together some ideas and really wanted to develop a unique angle. So I figured out that I could effectively merge my blog and my podcast and therefore extend my reach. So the first thing I did was using my analytics, I went through my blog archive to see what was my most popular content, right? And then using those, I started to plan out an editorial calendar with potential ideas for the podcast. And at first I only planned a few weeks but soon I knew that I had a hit on my hands. And with my podcast, I can provide my followers with valuable advice, not only about their business, but also 
I can show them different types of services that we offer as a digital marketing agency, and then also give a ton of the content out on social media. And then on top of that, I still have my weekly blog and my weekly YouTube channel. So really there hasn't been any downside. Well, I guess there's been one downside. It takes a lot of time to put together a podcast every week. You know, time that, to be honest, I really don't have as a very busy business owner. And that's why I use a ton of help to get mine up every single week. So hooray for my team. Technically, all you really need to start a podcast is really a microphone, you know, but that really can be the downfall of many a new podcaster. While it might be really tempting to just record your podcast using, you know, your AirPods or a pair of, you know, headphones that you have, today most podcasters use professional equipment and a small pair of headphones, they probably won't measure up. So my advice would be to invest in some consumer grade USB microphone, right? So it will be much better quality. It'll give you a much more polished, finished product. So I'll drop some links in the show notes for you. I'll, I'll share with you my microphone and also I'll share with you my pop filter, which I highly suggest adding, which really prevents those explosives like B's and P's from popping. <laughs> and you can probably go without any extras, you know, up front. You really just need those couple of things to really get going. And in terms of editing, you know, there are tools and equipment that you'll need, and there's a lot of options out there. If you're looking to start out with free options, then I would highly recommend checking out GarageBand for Mac or Audacity for PC. They are both excellent free auto editing apps, and they will be perfect for starting out your podcast. And if you're looking to kind of level up, you know that this is something you're definitely going to want to do long term, then you might want to invest in some professional editing, editing tools with a lots of post-production features. So maybe something like Logic Pro for Mac or Adobe Audition for PC. These are both outstanding options. Mind you, they are a little bit pricey, but if you're recording a regular podcast, then they'll definitely be worth the investment. So you could also hire someone who has already access to all of these tools, plus knows how to use them, wink, wink, <laughs> but we'll get into that later. So FYI, everything above that we've been talking about, it really comes in handy for other things in your business. So you can start to think about maybe webinars or online courses, both things that you'll need a microphone for anyways. Okay, so let's jump into the editorial calendar. So recording a podcast is a lot like having a weekly blog. It takes a lot of discipline to keep on track and to make sure that, you know, you can hold a regular release schedule. That is so important. And the best way to really do that is to keep track with of your plan ahead of time. So rather than trying to develop your podcast topics, you know, right before you record, you want to make sure that you have a really great list of topics already down on paper. So in other words, you want to have an editorial calendar for your podcast. And I'll also drop a link to my editorial calendar in the show notes for you. And you can also grab it at jennylioncom forward slash editorial calendar. 
but an editorial calendar is more than just a list of ideas. So on mine, I have a lot of different information, such as the name of the episode, a brief description, you know, what the concept is going to be. If there are any guests, you know, who's going to be editing the podcast, what, you know, what type of social media or email marketing do I want to do around it? And a lot more information that's really necessary for the podcast production. And this really does ensure that all of the information that I need to produce an episode is all in one place. And writing up a podcast editorial calendar, it doesn't take as much time as you might think. I mean, if you sit down and dedicate a single morning to it, you can probably come up with a few months worth of ideas. And we actually talked a little bit about that in last week's podcast, where we talked about writing an entire year's worth of Instagram story ideas in one morning. So, of course, you don't have to do it in one morning. You can really, you know, offload that task. That's something that we do for all of our clients. You know, we help them manage their podcast, even their blog and YouTube schedules with an editorial calendar. It not only keeps them on track, but it also gives them a sense of where the content is heading. And when it comes to writing, you can really handle your podcast in a couple of ways. So you can either script it or you can wing it. So you might think that winging it is easier. I've known a lot of people that way because there's no writing involved. And I think that might be a mistake for a couple of different reasons. I mean, if you want your podcast to have structure and you want it to be something that people can actually consume, then it does need to be mapped out. I mean, regardless of whether you have a plan or you're improvising, you know, before you sit down and start to record, you really want to have some detailed show notes on paper to help keep you on topic throughout the podcast. You know, and even if you do have excellent show notes, it can be really easy to get lost while recording. You can kind of jump off into tangents and that doesn't really suit your marketing aims. And personally, I script my podcast. You know, there is an element of, you know, improvision where I do go off script now and then, but I also use it for my SEO. So I post the show notes to my website and turn them into a blog, which is really nice, but it also ensures that I hit every single point that I want to make. And it also helps eliminate the, hmm, um, hmm, er, <laughs> that, you know, I found came a lot more when I didn't script it. And if you have a script and you have all of your equipment, then all that's really left to do is to start recording. So first you want to make sure that you aren't recording in a room with a ton of echo, you know, that can really dramatically affect the quality of the recording and it can make it really difficult to listen to. You know, some people will even build a little blanket fort around them to absorb all the sound. I personally don't do that. I feel like it's a bit overkill. I do the very best that I can in the office that I have that's kind of sandwiched right in between my, my son's bedroom and the kitchen. So I do the best that I can, but there are a ton of valuable resources, you know, and you can check out YouTube about different types of recording techniques. And I do suggest that you check some of them out because I do think they will help plan for recording a podcast. But I can also tell you a few basics, right? So if you want to keep constant distance, you really do want to keep like 
you know, a regular distance from your microphone, right? You don't want to move back and forth. You know, you don't want to dramatically change the quality and the volume of the recording. So you really need to make sure that your editor doesn't have to spend tons and tons of times fixing volume issues or extending the editing period. So the best way to ensure really good quality is to hand it over to an editor from the start. And editing is probably the most time-consuming and skill-intensive part of creating the podcast. So if you're winging it, then there is a good chance that you'll have a lot of those ums and ahs throughout the audio. And while you don't want to delete all of them, right, that would take forever and ever, but removing a bunch of them can really improve the quality of the podcast. And it not only makes you sound much more certain about what you're saying, but it also makes the podcast shorter. You'd really be surprised at how much time all of those little words can really take up. And in editing, you want to make sure that you're adding, you know, an intro and an outro. And, you know, if you use sound effects or other enhancements, you know, all of those things can be added in during editing. Finally, you'll want your editor to go through the podcast and make some alterations to improve the quality, right? So there might be some background noise. I just had some, I had to pause and do a little bit of editing because my husband who's home today having his own little pool party in the backyard decided to come on in and get a drink. And as I said, I'm sandwiched in between the kitchen and my son's bedroom. So I'm gonna have to edit that out. But, you know, there can be other types of background noise, too. Hopefully it's not your family coming in and out, but maybe things like an air, a really noisy air conditioner, right? Or maybe you accidentally have like some notifications on your computer dinging, right? So those type of things can be removed. And, of course, the best way to remove noise is, of course, at the source, if you can. But, oh, my goodness, I mean, what can you do? <laughs> And if you're recording a single person podcast, then that makes it much easier to edit. But if you have a guest on, then it really can complicate things, you know. So if you've never edited anything before, I do highly recommend that you hire someone to do it for you, at least at first. You know, if you want to become a podcast editor, <laughs> I recommend practicing with some of your older episodes until you can produce something that sounds like it's from an experienced podcast editor. And so you've recorded, you've edited, you've finally posted. Yay, great job, right? Kinda, not quite though. I mean, there are countless, countless podcasts out there today. And that competition for ears is very high. That means that you will need to use all of your marketing resources to promote your podcast. And you'll want to feature them in a lot of different ways. So you'll want to write some social media posts for them, some Instagram stories, publish a blog for that SEO as well, you know, send out an email to your list. You know, the wonderful things about a podcast is that, you know, once posted, you can really keep coming back to it as a really valuable piece of content because it is. So if you ever lack ideas for social media posts, you can go back into your catalog and promote some of your earlier episodes. So what did we learn today? Well, podcasts really are a super cost-effective way to reach out to your audience. But before you start recording, you do need to spend a little bit of time coming up with a unique idea and a unique angle for your podcast. And of course, you'll want to invest in a good quality microphone and you don't want to just use some cheap headphones that you have. Create an editorial calendar for your podcast. It'll help keep you on schedule. 
and writing a script for your podcast that can greatly improve its quality and minimize those ums and ahs. And always record in a space with little to no echo, if possible. Turn off any distractions if you can. Mute your notifications on your phone. Don't let the dryer run. I have to pause the Roomba. Or if I decide to record on a Friday, like I am today, my husband and my son are both home, which means I tell them, please, please be quiet. I'm going to record my podcast. And then 20 minutes later, I hear, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. So either way, that's what editing is for. But remember, editing can take up a ton of time and it does require a lot of skill. So you might want to partner with someone to get that taken care of for you. And using professional editing tools, it can really improve your podcast quality, you know, noise reduction, that type of thing. And last but not least, podcasts make for outstanding pieces of content to post everywhere, not just social media, but on your blog, in your email marketing. And I really, really firmly believe that starting a podcast is a fantastic marketing opportunity for small business owners. The overhead is very low. It extends your reach. It gives you a lot of great content to use other places. And it's a lot of fun, which is surprising. It took me years and years and years. I've been in business now 20 years. And I mean, for years, I didn't want to do video. I didn't want to do podcasts. And, you know, I just finally said, let's give it a go. And it has really been so much fun. And the outreach that I get is pretty insane. I mean, I just can't believe how many people listen to the podcast or how many people view the videos and I get comments all the time. So it really is fun. And if you want some more details on the steps that you need to take, I do have a free workbook starting your own podcast and you can download it in the show notes or on my website at jennylioncom forward slash podcast. Inside, I break down all of the steps that you need to take to launch your podcast successfully. And of course, if you need any help getting started, please reach out, schedule a free consultation at jennylioncom forward slash chat. I would be super delighted to help you come up with an original podcast idea and then help you with the entire podcast development and production process. So come on, it's time to speak up, get yourself out there, get yourself a podcast and have a lot of fun. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Digital Marketing Made Simple. I'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to click the subscribe button wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, please leave a review. If you want to connect with Jenny, you can find her at JennyLyon.com or on social media. We'll see you next week for another episode of Digital Marketing Made Simple.